Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 823 of the Juicebox Podcast. Today's guest is a young lady who has type 1 diabetes. She reached out to me by herself, wanted to be on the show, and then just really brought it. This is an amazing episode that probably should be called How Arisha Eats, but I just like this title too much. While you're listening today, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Please always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're a U.S. resident who has type 1 diabetes or is the caregiver of someone with type 1, you can make a big difference by taking the survey at t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. It's anonymous, HIPAA compliant, not difficult, and won't take you more than like 8 or 10 minutes. t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. You can be responsible for moving type 1 diabetes research forward, and you can do that right from the comfort of your home. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, Gvoke Hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. I don't know how you get your diabetes supplies, but we get ours from US Med, and you could too. USmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888 721 1514. Get your free benefits check right now and get started with U.S. Med. Hi, I'm Arisha and I'm 13 years old and I have had type 1 diabetes for nine years, so it's been almost a decade. Arisha? Is that how you say yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. You're 13, nine years. You were diagnosed when you were four? Yeah. Wow. Um, is there any other diabetes in your family, type 1 or type 2? Yeah, my grandpa had type 2. No other type one though that you know about. Um, yeah, but like my, I think it's like my cousin, my mom's cousin's like daughter, like a really distant relative. But I think she got diagnosed after I did. So okay. Um, how about other autoimmune diseases, vitiligo, stuff like that, celiac? Oh, my mom has thyroid. Your mom is it Hashimoto's? I don't know. Okay, that's okay. Have you ever heard her call it autoimmune thyroid? I think I think it's autoimmune. Okay. Um, any brothers or sisters? I have a brother, but like not he has no autoimmune. Yeah, so. we don't want to talk about him. Is he older or younger? <laughs> he's younger. He's um he's gonna turn three soon. Oh, that must be very irritating. <laughs> I, mean, <Yeah. laughs> I mean I mean fun. Uh so okay. Well, because of your age, I'm just going to ask you what, well, let me say this. Infrequently, but it does happen, people your age reach out to be on the show. Um, it's always a good experience when I have somebody on who, at 13 years old, A, understands that there's a podcast that exists. I assume you listen to it, right? Yeah. Okay. 
and then has the thought, like, I'd like to be on the podcast, and then goes through the effort of getting on, because I don't particularly make it easy for you to get on the podcast, okay. right? I don't actually particularly yeah. make it easy for anybody to get on the podcast. It's part of my secret, Arisha. So <laughs> that's how I know you're going to be here when it when it's time to do it, because you work so hard to get here. Um, but tell me what made you want to do this? Well, I feel like since I've had type 1 diabetes for so long, like I've learned a lot of information throughout the years and I would like to like kind of share that information. Okay. Oh, I see. And it's like helped me, I guess. Arisha, you want to dethrone me. You want, this is your, <laughs> right? This is your first try. And then you're going to be like, people love me. Then I'll start my own podcast. I'll knock that <laughs> old guy out of this thing. And right. Well, not really. <laughs> what, what social media do you use or do you not? Um, I have Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Um, okay. So you're here to share what you've learned. This will be fun. Um, yeah. Before, before we go into that, how long have you been listening to the podcast? Um, I think when COVID started. A couple of years. So like, well, like late COVID. So like when I was in sixth grade so like yeah around two years how old would you have been 11 um 11 12 somewhere around there all right i find this this hits me two ways this news one perfect one perspective is i'm super excited that it, it somehow captured the attention of an 11 year old and i'm mortified that you've heard all the silly stupid and <laughs> reasonably inappropriate things that i may have said uh, your parents are aware that you listen to the podcast yeah, my mom is actually the one who introduced it to me. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay, so your mom's cool. Yeah. Yeah? Excellent. All right. How about your dad? Is he cool? Um, yeah. 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 It wasn't as exciting when you said about your dad. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's fine. Um, okay. So tell me about that moment. Your mom comes to you and says, do you remember? Like, there's a podcast I think you should listen to? Uh, Yeah, it was like. So in sixth grade, I did like online school. So there wasn't really much to do because you couldn't go out with your friends. So I was like, it was kind of lonely, I guess. But so my mom was like, you should listen to this because I think at the time when um, you had no exercise, because I feel like going to school gives you like a lot of exercise and like, yeah. Yeah. So basically, like I would wake up in the morning and then I would eat like breakfast and my blood sugar would hit to 250 and then it would go to 40. And like, I guess that blood sugar roller coaster kind of like didn't help me. So my mom was like, maybe you should listen to this. Maybe it'll help. Wow. And like, kind of did. That's really interesting. Did you do the fake um, gym class online? Like I used to see my daughter. I don't know how to explain it to you. She'd put like the top of her head in the picture and then she just move it around like she was doing something, but she was like laying on the floor and not actually doing it. Did you do that too? Well, we just had like a couple classes, like math, science, and like English mm -hmm. that were like that. And then our like what we call it here are electives. Okay. And they kind of just, and you just had to take like a picture of you doing like jump roping or something. So I would just like take a selfie of me riding with my bike and like send it to my gym teacher. Mm hmm. Can I ask yeah. you, because I'm going to have some questions about food as we move on. You're Indian? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, do you eat traditionally? Not anymore. Okay. So your mom doesn't. But we go, we go out sometimes and we eat traditionally, but like okay. not. But your mom's, not, your mom's not cooking 
like she used to, but like it didn't help my blood sugars. Yeah, well, I that's guess. what I was going to ask about, right? Because Indian food's hard to bolus for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you go the what? <laughs> I'm 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 thinking of my daughter's one of my daughter's best friends right now. Um, she is uh, her mom still cooks traditionally, um, mm-hmm. but I mean I think her mom knows she's losing that fight overall, like trying to keep her kids eating that way. But but Arden's yeah. friend Sanjana, she's basically a I don't know what part of the country you're from, but she's basically like a Wawa Subway kind of girl, and um, like she just got home from college last week and she goes to college in England and she got off the plane and they drove like directly to a, to a Wawa and she ate there. Like it was fine food. (laughs) Do you know what a Wawa is? No, no. Are you not on the East coast? No, no. Okay. So it's just, it's like a convenience store that has a deli in it and makes some hot foods. And she treats it like it's fine cuisine. Um, (laughs) It is. It is not, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, so so you just eat kind of what you would consider to be an average, like American diet, or are you? No, no, like not at all. Like not not that I don't eat not at all. Like not at all of the American diet. Okay. We, like I think after I got diagnosed, we learned a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like because I remember right after I got diagnosed, like my nose, it was like really bad. It was stuffy and like. I think the doctor even recommended surgery. It was really bad, and I couldn't sleep at night. It was, like, months. So then my mom just started to read some books, and it like, and then she was like, okay, let's try being gluten-free. So we tried it, and it, like, really helped. So then my mom would make, like, gluten-free items. But now, like, you can get, like, now I'm kind of vegan. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've transformed from being, like, gluten-free to... Dairy. I'm also dairy free. I'm not like egg free, but like I don't eat red meat, mm-hmm. and that's like helped my blood sugars like a lot. Like my A1C is a lot lower, so like I realized that gluten wasn't exactly the problem. It was mainly like dairy. Okay. That like bothered my blood sugar, and I th- and then we started focusing on like gut health, and that's like helped my um my performance in like physical sports and like academically as well. That's interesting. Just okay. like, all right. I want to hear all about this. Um, so you're not, you're not vegan. Yeah. You are like, will you eat white? No, meat? Like, no, no. You'll I'm eat not chicken or fish. Yeah. We eat chicken and sometimes fish okay. and then eggs, okay. but we don't eat eggs as much because my brother is allergic to eggs. Interesting. All right. So your brother has some allergies too. Are they just food allergies or does he have just egg? Oh really? Nothing else? It's yeah, nothing else. So if he's a, oh, but he's so little. Yeah, it's not like that bad. Like if you put an egg in front of him, he's not gonna have a reaction. It's like I feel like if you give him like a whole egg or like give him a little bit, the next day he'll wake up with like a fever. Yeah. So we like avoid it as much. It's a good thing you won't be ending up uh, celebrating Easter, because <laughs> I mean, what a horror show for that little kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you just wherever he's running from that's where the eggs are hidden no i'm just kidding all right um okay so your little brother has an egg allergy um your mom your mom starts reading books she figures out a lot it sounds like so yeah tell me about the dairy like do you think that cleared up your breathing through your nose no the breathing through well the dairy i think what i started like I'm 13. I think I started the dairy like 11, 12, mm-hmm. but the gluten I like completely stopped at four. Okay. 
And so when you stop the gluten, does that? The nose helped. That's yeah. The nose. I don't need to get surgery anymore. Okay. So do you think it was just inflammation? Do you think your passageways were like inflamed and blocked? Yeah, something like that. But like, as soon as we stopped gluten, I don't know what it was, but like, I, like everything was just like magically better, like a magic wand. Arisha, I'm, I'm interested. Hold on a second. Um, let's think about this. Gluten free. My Google foo might fall apart here. Hold on a second. No, I did it. Um, the relationship between the respiratory system and gluten. And you say you got better at sports. Was it because you were able to run more without getting out of breath? Yeah, something like that. Like, as a four-year-old, I don't really remember, but... Yeah, you don't think you were, like, Pele out there? It was, like, it was a lot better, because I remember, like, my mom talking to, like, my teachers, and they were, like... She's, like, so much better, like, because, like, I remember I would just, like, kind of just sit there mm -hmm. if I when I ate gluten. But as soon as, like, we kind of, like, stopped it, it was a lot better. Also, but all, at the time, we also stopped from dairy milk to, like, almond milk mm. so this as is, a kid. This is, um, I don't know what I'm looking at here. This woman's an RN. Looks like she was making a podcast years ago. I don't know if she does it anymore. Um, but since I'm going to quote from her, her blog, let me tell you, it's called Gluten Free RN. And there's an episode here where her show notes are talking about um, body fluids separate unless tissues leaky, gluten alters. Um, I'm gonna think I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to spell this one e p i t h e i a l tissue, including that of the lungs. There's some stuff here that's um, listed as anecdotal evidence. She said she has a fellow nurse that was had a lung removed as a child, always needed an inhaler, went gluten free. And the inflammation in the lungs cleared and didn't have asthma anymore. Didn't need the inhalers, uh, respiratory issues that may be corrected on a gluten-free diet, anemia. It's interesting that they're calling that a respiratory issue, cystic fibrosis, C COPD, bleeding lungs, pulmonary edema. I mean, these are just, listen, it's a podcast. I don't know if this, <laughs> I'm about to say something funny. It's a podcast. I don't know if you can trust it or not. Um <laughs> I don't know what you can trust, honestly, but it's interesting that they put the information out there. So, and it happened, it worked for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it worked a lot. It's amazing. Like, uh, is it hard not to eat gluten? No, I feel like after like a certain, like if you go to a certain healthy lifestyle, you kind of just like forget all about that. And you don't want to like go back. Mm -hmm. Do you find that gluten-free foods are higher in carbs or no? Um... For lunch, like, I usually at school, I, I'll just drink, like, I'll just eat a salad from home. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have to bolus for that. And then I, like, for breakfast, I would just eat, like, I don't really eat foods that are, like, replaced with, like, gluten-free stuff. So you're not buying a lot of processed packaged food that's gluten-free? No. Okay. So tell me, like, what did you have for dinner last night? Um, we went out. That's okay. What did you eat? Um, it's like an Indian food. It's called dosa. Mm-hmm. Not gonna eat. And it's, it's like, um, this rice kind of thing. Okay. It's like, it's like what you would consider like a pancake, but not, but made out of rice that's like crispy. Mm-hmm. A crispy rice pancake. Yeah. But like, that's not what we usually eat. Right. It's like a... I picked the wrong day to ask about. Is that what you're saying? 
Yes. <laughs> what did you have the night before for dinner? Um, soup and salad. What kind of soup? Mushroom. Okay, like a thin broth, clear broth. Kind no, of thing? no. Oh, no, creamy. Like, like thick mushroom. Yeah, thick creamy mushroom. Okay, all right. How about breakfast? What do you do for breakfast? Um, so I drink this Power Shake from Purium, and okay. it like really helps. Like, I like their products a lot too. Like, um, and I just I I drink their Power Shake, mm-hmm. and sometimes an apple. Interesting. Um, so do you? Th- consider your eating style like light like you don't eat a lot of bulk when you eat yeah i eat pretty light Mm -hmm. i guess all right so and this power shake every morning never not a power shake twice a day sometimes usually twice a day actually yeah it like really helps though because it like if you drink one power shake it's like six salads okay as far as um nutrients yeah, and everything's, like, organic, non-GMO. And they have, like, these juices, too, that, like, are really... Like, it, there's this juice called Aloe Digest. It says it has 40 carbs, but I drink it with no bolusing, so... Interesting. I'm looking... I'm trying to look for the carbs on the Power Shake right now. I think that has more, but, like... Like, is that I don't what, think it's... Is that what's in your cup right now? Are you are you doing the power shake now? No, no, it's just water. Wow. I drink power shake when I'm like, as soon as I wake up. Okay. Before I, for hunger, does it um does it make you, like, does that make the hungry feeling go away? Um, I don't usually get hungry, <laughs> so like, um, I, it's just like a schedule now. Like, if I drink like power shake, like my stomach's good, cause like. Usually for school, like, I would have to drink it, my power shake, at, like, 7. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we would have lunch at, like, I think 12.20. So, like, I don't eat anything from, like, 7 to 12. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm reading about the power shake. It's I'm, I'm trying to figure out. It's interesting. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, you don't, so what, 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 what's a normal lunch then? I don't know why I just stuttered. But what, what's a normal lunch then after the power shake? Um, it sometimes like depends. Like, what's your favorite? I, like, one? it's usually. Um, I like soup a lot. Like, probably like butter squash soup with like, uh, like an orange and like maybe a salad. How do you pull that off at school? So you know those containers that have like soup in them. Mm-hmm. I carry that. Yep. Like I pack lunch, and then like, well, actually, my mom packs my lunch, but like, same thing, <laughs> and. <laughs> And um, I pack, and it's like a bo- and in my lunchbox, it's a box of salad, like fruits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'll take a, a soup and a salad for lunch, and yeah. you'll have your shake at breakfast. Do you have the shake again when you get home from school sometimes? Um, If I do, it's probably when my brother gets home from daycare, so like okay. four or five. Because you... I, have, I have like a lot of after school activities. Oh, yeah? Like what? What do you do? Swim, so like... Like, like I don't sw- really swim for fun or swim for competition. Swim for competition. Yeah. Do you beat people? Yeah. Are you good? Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> what What other activities do you do? Um, I played field hockey this season, but yeah. I'm not. And then I did ice hockey last season, but yeah. But what? I don't think I'm gonna do field hockey again. And then I did taekwondo for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Until COVID, like, and I was actually really good. Like, I went to the world championships oh, wow. and all that. But then, then COVID happened. 
So I haven't done it since then. Because it got uncomfortable rolling around on the floor with your face and other people's faces? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, and then now, like, I go back, like, I don't want, I'll probably forgot everything. So I don't want to, like, start at a white belt after, like, eight years of hard work. <laughs> Did you stop playing field hockey because of this short stick? Did you hate the short um, stick? I only played for one season, and I, it didn't seem very enjoyable. <laughs> Every time I see field <laughs> hockey, I think, why don't they just make that stick longer so everybody doesn't have to bend over like that? Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you bend over, then it's, like, harder for them to, like, get your... I don't know. I'm not great at field hockey. Was your dad excited? Are your parents first generation? Of what? Uh, like, did they were they born in India? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Did your dad like field hockey? Did it remind him of cricket or no? My dad, okay, so he plays, he played a bunch of sports, like, as a kid. Like, in India, like, they call, like, soccer football, so he didn't play, like, the traditional, like, American football, but, like, the soccer. Mm -hmm. And, like, like, cricket, he did swim. He was really good at basketball. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... He played field hockey, too, but... oh, Oh, no kidding. There's a group of guys around here that um in the at certain times a year there's this field where they play cricket and I sit and watch them sometimes try I try so hard to figure out what the hell is happening <laughs> in cricket but I can't figure it out um, uh, but but anyway it's it's really interesting I just I don't I don't know what they're doing and ha- I should get somebody to sit next to me and explain it to me while it's happening I think then I would I would probably get it a little better okay so you're moving around a lot and swimming is you know for 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 people with diabetes, they can think, oh, swimming, your blood sugar must go up and down all the time. But how is your blood sugar during swimming? Okay, so basically for lunch, I don't really bolus. So and like it's right after school. So I just have one more class after lunch and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. So my blood sugar is kind of like trending in the 90s before swim, which, is, which isn't which is the best place to swim. So I'll eat like a banana an apple, an applesauce, and by the time, and then I'll put my pump on activity mode because mm-hmm. I have the Omnipod 5. Okay. And, and then when I come back, it'll be like 70. Like, I'm like confused. Why is it not going to like 140? Like, why is it 70 after I'm done? Well, you must not. How much do you know about your Omnipod 5? Do you know how to tell me what your total daily insulin is? Um, kind of. Okay. You just, oh, yeah. Okay. So you go to this let me pull my omnipod out and then you like put your password and all that and then you click the three dots mm-hmm. i mean the three lines and then you go to history detail and then it will say total insulin and it'll tell you yeah so tell me like what was yesterday's like just can you like go back like maybe two or three yeah. days i think it's like 30 32 all right in that range do you know what your when you first set up the Omnipod 5, what was your basal rate? Do you remember? Um, I think it was like 0. 0.7, 0. 0.75. 0.75. But it was like in the dash, it was actually 0. 0.6. Okay. But you guys- Omnipod 5, it's like, I feel like if you don't learn how to use it, it's like really complicated because... Like, no one, like, we had to figure this out, but basically, like, if you bolus, Mm -hmm. like, if you're eating, like, an apple and it has, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how many carbs apples have, but let's just say it has 10. You, like, I have to put double in sometimes because, like, it just works better because then, because it has the power to, like, 
stop your insulin. So based on your IOB, mm-hmm. it'll like make your make the basal like lower right. for some reason. Which is like kind of weird because I don't think it should be doing that. Like I think it should just let like eat the food, like let us eat the food. And if it goes like lower, like I don't know. Do you remember on Dash what your insulin to carb ratio was? One unit covered how many carbs? Um, twenty. Okay. Well, we're gonna figure this out. So if if you were one to twenty, I'm gonna get a calculator. Don't make fun of me for wanting a calculator. Okay? <laughs> I just don't want to get it wrong while we're talking. Um, okay. So if you were one for 20, yeah, oh, this makes sense. If you were one for 20 and the apple is 10, so then you would basically need a half a unit for the apple, but instead you give, yeah. a, instead you put in a full unit, which, ba- yeah. which basically covers the apple and almost all of your basal, basal. need for the next hour. Yeah. Cause like if, Oh, so basically, if you have like 0. 0.5, mm-hmm. I would I just add my basil for an hour to right. It. So you're so what you're doing is you're covering the basil in case the system takes the basil away. Yeah. Okay. And then then if it takes it away, you that's how you keep your stability. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that works for you. Does it yeah. work for everything, or is it only with like simple things? Because that's not exactly it. Works for everything. It works actually really well. Like, in the night, it will keep my blood sugar stable. Because, like, also, I feel like if you have the Omnipod 5, you need to, like, set, like, I know some people who, like, set their high thing at 250, which, in my opinion, is kind of, like, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But, like, my thing used to be at 200, I think, three years ago, and now it's at 130 for, like, high. And so you're But, like... I'm sorry, your high alarm on your CGM? Is 130, yes. 130, right, yeah. Yeah, because I, and I then Omnipod Five understands. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you, you like that they're both kind of having similar targets in mind? Yeah, because yeah. if it's like, because usually the Omnipod Five, when it like bolus,es it like all the bolus,es when you're like trending high. So like, I feel like one eighty, one fifty, like gets kind of like late, mm-hmm. and I- like makes you go above two hundred. But if you put it, like, at 130, it can stop, and it won't go above, like, 160. Okay. And also, I think it's important to point out that you have a fairly simple eating style, meaning yeah. that, meaning there's not a, a ton of different foods in your stomach that are being uh-huh. addressed by your system at the same time. So, um, but I like, I like being, I like being able to tell your story so that people can hear that, because just an apple, like you figured out, like this is how you bolus for an apple. And I don't need in you know, I don't need insulin for my salad. But you also might be eating, I mean, let's say this, Arisha. Some people say they're eating salad, but by the time you look at it, there's like a pound of bacon on it and a half a handful of cheese and like, you know, a creamy Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're you're eating lettuce, right? Well, it's like sprouts. Yeah, right. You're not putting a uh, pork on it and cheese no. and, right right you're you're actually eating the greens so um you, do you like listening to jenny uh, do you no, do- well like yes yeah she eats like you a little bit you actually you <laughs> might you might eat cleaner than jenny does i'll make fun of her later um <laughs> and um does your whole family eat this way um yeah, because, well, my mom, like, I think she's, like, the healthiest out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, My dad, I guess, like, yes, like, 
same as me, like, pretty okay. much. And my brother, okay, I'm going to just, like, be honest. He's the unhealthiest out of all of us. The three-year-old? <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? He, what, does he have a Mac? Um, like, is he at the store buying food for himself, or what's going on? No, he's, like, like we have to pack food for him at daycare because you have, like, if you're, like, allergic to eggs, like, you have to be, like, kind of, like, sure about what they're eating. And since he, like, follows the lifestyle that we follow, like, he obviously doesn't drink the power shake and all, but he'll drink, like, the little kid drinks. Like, they have, like, the MVP chocolate. He'll drink all that. But he'll he'll he's the one who eats, like, the most packaged foods. Okay. But, like, they're, like, healthy packaged foods. Like, like they have, like, there's these simple i forget what it's called but they're like organic and they're like they have like really clean ingredients i guess okay so because like so his foods are just more um they're easier because your mom's moving him around to different people and dropping in places and yeah because yeah. he's not gonna eat a salad like he'll he'll probably eat like i think it's like quinoa Okay. And like rice most of the time. Okay. But like he, but he is like healthy in some ways because like he really likes seaweed. Mm -hmm. So there's nobody. And all that. There's no one in your house. Like when you guys sit down to watch television together, or you're just uh -huh. hang, you're hanging out. No one's eating Doritos. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Like it's we don't get chips. Okay. Um, have you ever had chips? Um. Yeah. I think. Um, when I was younger, yes, for sure, like, below four. And then before we started, like, to focus on, like, gut health, mm -hmm. um, I think, like, before this, so, like, a, like, ten, I think occasionally I would get it. But, like, after a certain point, you're like, it's kind of not worth it because I don't want my blood sugar going to 300. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, you kind of have to, like, con like, now I don't crave this stuff, but I remember a time where I did. But, like, you have to, like, kind of control yourself because you don't want your blood sugar going to, like, 280. It's kind of not worth it. You'll. Did you figure this out on your own? Or do you. No. No. <laughs> your your mom moved, yeah, moved you in this direction. Yeah. Was, was it graceful? Do, do you remember a time when you were yeah, like. Yeah, it was. Did you ever I fight against only... it? Or did you, ever, oh. did you ever fight against how she was talking to you about food? The only time, like, I didn't like it is, like, I think I was, like, five, and she forced me to drink almond milk. But I think that was the only time. <laughs> but, but, like, I don't think I didn't. It's because I didn't drink, like, regular milk either. Okay. And you didn't like it milk just, in general. I didn't like it in general. So, like, yeah. Okay. Like, I don't think anybody in our family really likes regular milk. I'm going to bleep this out, but your mom should. Givoke Hypopen has no visible needle and is a premixed auto-injector of glucagon for treatment of very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes ages 2 and above. Find out more. Go to givoglucagon.com forward slash juice box. Givoke shouldn't be used in patients with insulinoma or pheochromocytoma. Visit givoglucagon.com slash risk. Just last week, Arden was about to run out of her Dexcom supplies. Well, I was like, oh no, what will I do? But just as that was happening, I got an email from US Med and it says, do you want to reorder your Dexcom supplies? And I was like, yes, click. And then they came to the house. Hmm, what do you think of that? USMed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. Same goes for maybe like three weeks ago. 
the same thought I started having. Except I was thinking it about Omnipod. I was like, where are Arden's Omnipods at? Am I running out of those? What do we need? Email came. Would you like to do your order again? I would. Click. Boom. There they were. Ooh, super easy. Guess what else US Med has? Libre 3. They're going to have Dexcom G7 very soon. And US Med also dispenses Novolog Insulin Aspart and Humalog Insulin Lispro through their pharmacy benefits. They've served over 1 million diabetes customers since 1996, and you can get everything from insulin pumps and diabetes testing supplies to all of those latest and greatest CGMs that I just spoke about. US Med accepts Medicare nationwide and over 800 private insurers. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and you, you want to get your stuff from them because it's easy and they're good. So let's call that number, 888-721-1514. Go right on the internet, the web, the URLs. Go usmed.com forward slash juicebox. You know the URLs, the URLs? That's the URL, usmed.com forward slash juicebox. You can do it. It's not hard. And then everything after that, after you get it set up, you know, nice and easy, like butter. There are links to US Med, Givo Kypo Pen, and all of the sponsors in the show notes of the podcast player you're listening now or at juiceboxpodcast.com. I'm telling you that because when you click on my links, you're supporting the show. You're letting the advertisers know, I heard about US Med from Scott on the Juicebox Podcast. And then next year, US Med will be like, yes, we'll buy more ads from Scott at the Juicebox Podcast. And then I get to keep making the podcast and you get to keep listening to it for free. Plus my bills get paid. We all win. All right, well, this part's over. I'm going to get back to Arisha now. But when you decide to get the hypo pen or something like that, click on my links, please. Please, please, please. I know you're thinking right now, oh, I like you, Scott. But I went to my doctor's office and asked for an Omnipod. Yeah, I didn't get credit for that. It's okay. No, it's all right. Maybe I can get a part-time job at the Piggly Wiggly or something. Make this podcast in the middle of the night when I'm supposed to be sleeping. You, you just, you be comfortable. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, because I, I kind of know her from online a little bit. Um, you do? I mean, she's in my group. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like from that, and um, and the the podcast over. Actually, I think I know how this happened. There's um, an app called Ghana. I think that's what it's called, and it started carrying it started carrying podcasts like a couple of years ago. And it's, mm. I think it's like the, it's a very po uh, popular audio app in India. And then once that happened, more Indian people started listening to the podcast. Um, it, it took I, a while, I think but that's how it happened. My mom, she got introduced to this podcast by like one of her friends and like through the podcast app. So I don't think it's related to Ghana. Not that. I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, probably not that one. I'm saying that generally speaking. So, I mean, the, oh, the, first yeah. the first influx of people, the first influx of Indian people came around almost around type two a little bit because type two is kind of prevalent in Indian yeah. culture, right? So that was the first time. 
And then I think people found the show and then they just started talking about it with people. And you be mm-hmm. it's interesting how information spreads through culture as well. Like, And if you've listened yeah. to the podcast enough, like you'll know that a lot of Mormon people listen to the podcast. And that's mm-hmm. another cultural thing. It's somebody, you know, found it, enjoyed it. And when they turn to tell somebody else about it, it's another person in their kind of cultural circle. And then it, it mm-hmm. sort of spreads that way. It's interesting, actually. Um, but, but okay. So now I want to talk about what do you understand about your, your gut's health? Is it all from your mom? Do you do reading as well? Is it just anecdotal? Like you've tried things and you notice what happens. I want to hear about all that. Okay. So basically when we started in this, I think, um, like my mom's cousin or like one of her friends, she like was like, you should go to a functional medicine doctor. So we went there because I think my, at the time my blood sugars were kind of imbalanced. Like I was really tired and all that. So we went there and he started giving us like these medications, like the, like supplements. Mm-hmm. And like he explained to us that I had like something that was called a leaky gut, mm-hmm. which is basically when I don't know how to explain this, but it's basically when like foods go through your like, Got like the cell wall is like broken. Yes. And basically, so he made us do some tests, and one of the tests was like testing my energy level. Mm-hmm. Because, um, and when it came back, the functional doctor was actually really shocked because, like, the my energy level at the time was equivalent to a 60 year old man's energy level. <laughs> it was really bad. And so, we kept on doing it, I think, for six months, but it ended up getting, like, really expensive mm-hmm. because, like, I think one bottle, like, this big, like, the size of, like, um, like my hand would be, like, was, like, I think over $200. Did you start having it, the feeling that this man was making money off of you? And, um, and you No, like, because no? it was working. It was working. It was working. Okay. It was working. But he wouldn't – he wasn't, like – teaching us stuff that like we've learned now Mm -hmm. so then later like my mom she's became like active on instagram and she found um some people like under perium and she learned about like being organic gut health and so then we started using like perium stuff and all of this yeah and then we suddenly and then like i don't know like it like worked really well like i had great like my when i slept it was like really good i didn't wake up in the night Mm-hmm. and my energy level like we didn't get the test again because we like you know <laughs> why would you why would you wake up at night what was waking you up alarms oh oh your blood sugar was bouncing around so you were waking for that yeah okay i didn't know if it was like distress like in your stomach or if you had to use the bathroom overnight or stuff like that uh well like sometimes like but like not, not really. really it's usually yeah. alarms okay so all right so you think so I, I've heard, so first of all, <clears throat> leaky gut is a term that I think you do have to go to a more integrative doctor to hear them talk about it. Like, I don't think your, yeah. your regular, like, GP is going to be like, you might have leaky gut. I don't think they think <laughs> that way. Um, I've heard Jenny say she doesn't like, I think it was Jenny, she doesn't like the term, but she understands where it comes from. So I'm going to read from the Cleveland Clinic for a second so people can keep up. Okay. Leaky gut syndrome is a theory that intestinal uh, is a theory 
that intestinal permeability is not only a symptom of gastrointestinal disease, but an underlying cause that develops independently. If your, in, if your intestinal barrier is impaired, it may be letting toxins into your bloodstream. So I, I think you said it better than that. Like there's, um, there's like pass-throughs in the cells. Yeah. And if they get too large, then things that don't belong outside of your gut end up getting into your body, um, causing, you know, people think uh, stiffness, you know, joint pain, muscle weakness, tiredness in general, th this sort of thing. Um, and have you heard the episode where we talked about Arden going to the gastroenterologist? They looked down her throat and said her food wasn't digesting well. Have you heard that no. one? So, no. so Arden had stomach pain for years, and mm -hmm. she wasn't eliminating well. You're 13. I, I'm trying to be so – like, you're like, why is he not cursing and saying stupid stuff? It's because you're 13 and I'm looking at you. So um, so anyway, uh, she'd eat. <clears throat> then her food wouldn't digest well. So then she had pain up here, like, you know, in her mm -hmm. sternum, right, because everything was kind of, yeah. like, full. And then she wasn't passing, you know, stool properly. And, you know, we tried all sorts of – like, anything you can think of, like, eat gluten-free – eat like this, don't eat that, like, you know, everything and nothing fixed it. And then one day we took her to a doctor who just looked down her stomach and like his, it was a, he was a regular, just, you know, a regular old white coat doctor. And he's like, he's like, you know, she has gastroparesis and like, she's going to need drugs for this and this and this. And I was like, none of this makes sense. Like Arden's blood sugars are not out of whack. Like her blood sugars don't act like she has gastroparesis. Like none of this makes sense. And then we kind of realized that when you have diabetes, you think of gastroparesis as a slowing of digestion that happens from poor blood sugar control. And mm -hmm. But the rest of the world who doesn't have diabetes just thinks of gastroparesis as a word that means you digest food slowly. And so we started thinking like, okay, like we'll help digest her food. So we gave her a supplement, which is just a digestive enzyme, an enzyme, because you guys, like your pancreas is funky, mm -hmm. you know, and um, and so is Arden's. And do you know that your pancreas has two jobs? You know what they are? Isn't it like um, like to process to make stuff? It makes digestive enzymes and it makes insulin. So sometimes people get type 1 diabetes and their digestion changes. So we threw some digestive enzymes at Arden while she was eating, right? And now she's like, okay, this is, it's better. My stomach isn't hurting after I eat, but she still wasn't like, it wasn't coming out the other side or you know what I'm saying? And so like, yeah. um, okay. So we're like, well, what the heck? So then we gave her magnesium oxide, which is just a, and that made her start going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So now we had the food digesting. We had it coming out the other side. <clears throat> Hold on a second. <clears throat> I had COVID a couple of months ago. <clears throat> mm. This part is not going away. Um, sorry. <clears throat> uh, so now we've got it. We've got, I was going to say flowing, but I think that word is just improper in this. Situation. Things are working the way you expect. But now how do we get to the part where, because my expectation was, and this was just guessing on my part, right? I thought mm -hmm. if all this food was sitting in her stomach for so long, her stomach can't be a hospitable place right now, right? Like, uh -huh. like the bacteria in her stomach can't be balanced correctly. Like this isn't how your stuff's supposed to work because in the past, 
before the digestive enzymes and before the, the magnesium oxide, we would try giving Arden like probiotics and things like that to help mm. like balance her stomach. But the truth is that stuff I don't think had any chance because it was not a good situation in there. So once we got everything moving through right, then we hit her with the probiotics. Amazing change to her life. Like mm-hmm. really seriously. Um, we're still clearing her acne up, um, but it's so much better than it was. And, yeah. um, you know, her stomach doesn't hurt anymore. Like she and I went out to dinner last night. This will probably freak you out. We had chicken and waffles. <laughs> so fried chicken and waffles at the same time. I, well, you eat chicken, right? Yeah. Yeah. I eat chicken. You but try. like, just like air fried chicken. Like, yeah. No One time have chicken and waffles just once. That's <laughs> all. And don't go back. Cause I like the way you eat. I don't want to see, I don't want you calling me five years from now being like, well, Scott, I've gained 50 pounds and my blood sugar is all over the place, but I do love chicken and waffles. You're right. Uh, but anyway, like, like, you know, everything's doing better for her now. And then she comes home from school. You're not going to, well, you might know, like, you know how you have a, a, a rhythm to your life and mm-hmm. you're, while you're in school. And then when summer comes, everything gets messed up for a while. Yeah. Right. So she came home. She was at college. She had a nice rhythm going. She's taken her Ovacetol, yeah. which helps her hormonal imbalance. She's, you know, taking her, her, her digestive enzymes when she's eating. She's taking her supplements at night before she goes to bed. Everything's going great. And then you come home mm-hmm. from school and you're like, oh, I just want to sleep. And then you get off your schedule and then you're not, and then, you know, the next thing, you know, like five or six days later, I'm like, you all right? And she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. I'm like, are you doing all the things you're supposed to be doing? And she's like, no. And then now I've gotten her back to doing it again. And it's just, it's interesting. Like, so I think for Arden, I don't think her body makes digestive enzymes properly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the basis of her entire problem for years. Now she still has... You know, there's still times where stuff gets funky on her and stuff like that. And I mean, you guys have autoimmune diseases, so it's tough, right? But this is a big deal. So I want you to tell me, go over it again. You see that you see the integrative, and what is he? Is he or she? I'm sorry. What that integrative doctor you went to? Oh, he. He. What's the yeah. first thing he does for you? Well, he he wants to like talk about our past, I guess, in our history. Mm-hmm. And um, he gives us, like, these little papers, and he wants us to, like, take notes. Mm-hmm. And um, so he first, like, asked me. And he, because if you're, like, a functional doctor, you believe all problems start from the stomach. Okay. So he starts talking, and then he asks, like, any trauma or anything. I haven't, I never really had any trauma, I guess. But as a four-year-old I always got sick like when I was like two and four like uh, I would always get sick mm-hmm. and um I would always have to eat like like Tylenol or something to bring my fever down right. and according to him because I had so um he wants to figure out how I got type 1 diabetes in the first place mm-hmm. so according to him all the like antibiotics that I took caused my type 1 diabetes because they like wall like i don't know something like that like killing the bacteria the good bacteria in my stomach he think he thinks the lack of bacteria in your stomach so now listen what i know from doctors that have been on here is that people are um, born or develop markers for type 1 diabetes right um and it seems like 
it runs in family lines a little bit, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. Could, you know, could getting rid of all the bacteria in your stomach, I mean, lead to something like that? I, I can't say for sure, but I also don't think it's a crazy thought. You know what I mean? Like, you, there's, a yeah. ba- there's a balance in your body. If you knock that balance off, other things can get out of balance, too. Um, I mean, we just talked about it with Arden. Like, you know, it's a, you know, her her pancreas stops working right. And as we look back, and it is important to look back, I think Arden's stomach hurt for a long time. And she was uh-huh. and she was younger, and we didn't really know what to do about it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, so he, so, I mean, obviously this is also, I, I don't want to be, um, uh, cynical, but it is also this, <laughs> th- it is this man's business model to tell you your stomach is unbalanced and to sell you things and yeah. stuff to get you going. So, okay. But it, but it ends up working for you. So who cares? Right. Yeah. Right. So what do you get? Do you get probiotics? Are they, um, in pill, well, pill form or that kind of stuff? He doesn't give us probiotics because he says in order to have probiotics, like the purpose of probiotics is to like make your stomach is to turn, like, the bad bacteria mm-hmm. into, like, good bacteria. But apparently, according to him, I have no bacteria. So okay. he says I cannot have, bac- like, probiotics yet. So he gives me um, – what does he give me? So he basically gives me, like, this gut thing, like a gut pill. Okay. Um, Something that's called adrenal. And these are all pills. And they're, like, made out of natural stuff, so we don't really, like, question him, I guess. Eh, hey, listen, and, whatever. You weren't doing well. You're doing better now. <laughs> and, Do you know how to spell that? Um, Adrenal? Yeah. A-D-R-E-N, and then dash, and then all. I got it. Oh, sorry. I... Oh, it looks like Arden, except the letters are switched around. Um, okay, so the, so he, how long do you take this for? Like six months. No kidding. And then, did you start to feel better? Um. Oh yeah. Like I think we felt like really good for a while, but then like we kind of got used to it. But like I feel like we could have done more things because I feel like functional better. Functional medicine doctors are supposed to, like, teach you about, like, healing the gut, not just by, like, taking pills, but also by, like, changing your food. Mm -hmm. Because the problem, like, always usually starts with food. So he never, like, taught us, I guess, anything about, like, being organic and, like, all the food oils. Because, like, there was a time when we used to, like, like, put canola oil into our food. And that was, like, like, a really bad time. Because, like, canola oil is actually really bad for your gut. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to, like, be having avocado oil? So, two things. I agree with you. I want to go back to that. Adrenalol provides targeted amounts of vitamin A, C, pantheonic acid, and other B vitamins that are critical to adrenal gland function. The powerful formula helps support the body's resilience, or resistance to fatigue and aids in maintaining balanced cortisol. It doesn't say how it does that um, or how it, how they're saying it does that, but... I really agree with you about the oils. I stopped eating. So the only oil I use now is a cold pressed olive oil. Like I won't even eat like hot. Like, do you, do you think of it that way too? Well, we'd use avocado oil and then for like baking and stuff, we use coconut oil. Like, but it's like organic. Yeah. 
um, I, I don't know what, I don't know where it was. I just saw this, I saw this doctor, this woman on TV one time and she's like talking about, she's like, it's the hateful eight. I was like, what is this lady saying? So, um, <laughs> I listened for a second and she said, canola, corn, cotton seed, soy, sunflower, safflower, flower, yeah, grape seed, rice bran. I think I got all those right. She's like, don't eat those. Like, just don't. Yeah. They're really bad for you. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, because I grew up thinking, I I, I I grew up thinking, I guess it's marketing, right? I grew up thinking canola oil was the better oil, mm. right? And and like that was just, I don't know, that's what I thought. I don't know who told me that or why I, you know, anyway. Um, but yeah, they say, like she says, she says specifically, she actually has a website, it's drkate.com. Um, that seed oil weakens your immune system. Well, I don't think it's like the seeds in general. I just think it's based on how they've been like processed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And like, that's why, like, I'm like, like when you heat something up, it changes it. So these, <laughs> this is not an, an apples to apples comparison, although it might be, and I just might not be smart enough to know. <laughs> but that's why, like, people will tell you, like, don't, don't microwave plastic. Right. Because it, it, because it, because it changes it. And who knows? I mean, I'm sure there's somebody who can explain it. I'm not the right one, but don't microwave plastic. Don't put plastic Mm -hmm. in the microwave. Even when like I make hot tea, like I make iced tea for myself. And Mm -hmm. so I boil water and I put the water in with the tea bags and I make tea, Mm -hmm. but I will only use like a glass container to dump the hot water into because mm. I don't know why, but I'm just like, look, I look at myself and I go, something obviously went wrong. You know what I'm saying? Marisha, you see what I'm saying. You know, you're like, this guy should eat a salad too. And so, um, like, I know something went wrong along the way. And I figure if there's just some simple things to cut out, like, why not? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so well, you did that though. Yeah. Because like, if you, like, we do buy like some packaged foods, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like we buy the simple meals, like, like they have the garlic crackers and stuff. And like, if you look at like their ingredients compared to like Lay's, like chips, you're going to find like potatoes and like canola oil and like Lay's and like, you already know canola oil is bad for you, but then you're probably going to find something like azorbic acid or malazorbic acid. And those two are like really bad for your gut as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's it's not just, like, oils. Like, oils is probably, like, one of the most important things. But then I would go on to, like, acids and sugars. Because that, like, has really helped, like, manage my type 1 diabetes. Yeah. As well. You don't have much sugar? Well, if I do have sugar, I put I only use coconut sugar. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, yeah, I use coconuts a lot. Like, I use coconut oil as, like, moisturizer for my face, too. Okay. It, like, really helps. Coconut palm sugar. That's it? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you, so do you bake with it? Um, usually. No kidding. Like if I make like cookies or something. Cool. But like. What kind of cookies do you make? Just like the regular like chocolate chip, but like it has like, instead of like wheat flour, it'll have like tapioca or arrowroot. Okay. And then I'll put like the sugar in. Like most of the things I bake are based on nuts. So. Gotcha. Nuts are like oats. So then I'll put like some nut butter in. So like um, almond butter. But like the thing with almond butter is that you can't really grow almonds if to like make them organic because it's like really hard. Mm-hmm. So 
they're really hard to find like organic almonds and like much harder to find like or like almond butter that's organic too so because if you think about it if you're not eating like organic food you're technically like eating all those harmful pesticides because there's also this pesticide called glyphosate mm-hmm. and it like goes like they spray it on everything in the united states like it's banned everywhere else except the united states and canada canada and that's like no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, was just, I, just, I was like, those Canadians. Okay. Um, glyphosate is a broad spectrum systematic herbicide and crop. Uh, not sure what that word is. Uh, it, it is, well, there's a lot of words here I don't know. It is an, an organ phosphorus compound, specifically uh, phosphonate, which acts by inhibiting the plant enzyme. Blah, blah, blah. It's used to kill weeds, especially annual broadleaf weeds and grasses that compete with crops. Okay. So I was listening to this guy recently talk about, because he's got a farm somewhere, and um, the that he doesn't want to spray for the weeds. So, well, so he's going to the trouble, I think, of buying, like putting animals or bugs or something on the property that will eat the weeds instead so that he doesn't have to spray, which uh, stuff like this, you know, cause it's like really bad for you. Cause I think like I've read this book and like, I've seen like there are studies showed that like people who have cancer, like it comes from this. It's interesting though. The EPA says there is no risk or concern to human health from glyphosate. So, I, but who can like, if it's like, say, you're kind of young for this conversation, but like, there's a lot of people in the world. Okay. And we got to make food for them. And I know that that's difficult. Right. So we've, you know, we found ways to do things and there's probably a side to this argument where you're like, look, if people make it to 75 years old and they've lived a reasonably healthy life, but their stomachs hurt a little bit, that's not so bad because if we didn't farm yeah. like this, nobody'd have food and you'd all be killing each other for a French fry. And so like, you know, like, you know, maybe there's yeah. right common sense in there somewhere, but it doesn't make what you're saying not true. And so for some people, if they can um, understand or afford or able to make better decisions like this, you know, it's a weird thing to think, right. That, um, mm-hmm. that you're trying to eat in a way that doesn't kill the little bugs in your stomach, which really, help help keep your body balanced so how much of that do you think about do you like i was just having this conversation the other day i don't know what it is we talk about around here like when this microphone's not on but i said to arden uh and cole i was like i heard somebody talking the other day about it was neil degrasse tyson you know who that is no no he's like a physicist hold on a second you don't know who neil degrasse tyson is i bet you do I bet if you Googled him right now and looked at his picture, you'd say, I do know who that is. Neil, Um, N-E-I-L, DeGrasse, D-E-G-R-A-S-S-E. Oh, I know that guy. See, I told you. That guy. guy. So, So that guy said something like, if you take a very tiny sliver of your, I forget what he said, like your intestine or something like that, that there are like more, like, living things in that little like section then i forget how he put it all the people who have ever lived on the earth combined so your body is basically like your earth for other things like there's a whole ecosystem going on inside of you things that are alive inside of you that are not you 
right? Like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird thought, yeah. but like the, the, you know, the, you know, the probiotics that, you know, that you're trying to grow the right bacteria in your stomach, that bacteria isn't you. It's another thing. And yet you can't digest food without them in there. Yeah. It's so funky, right? <laughs> hey, isn't it weird? I know, but it like makes sense in a weird way. Have you ever looked at like that there's there's things that live on your skin that are eating your dead skin? No, but I've seen that for your scalp. Like not your yeah, like your hair yeah, scalp yeah, yeah. and like they're like really tidy. Uh, hold on a second. Don't Google this, it'll freak you out. Okay. <laughs> Don't Google bugs that live on your skin and then go to the images. <laughs> go ahead. I wish you do it now. They're like skin mites. They're all over. They're everywhere. They're on your face. They're on your fingers. Are you looking at the pictures? Yeah. Are you freaked? Are you freaked out now? I mean, at least they help you. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> look at the. Do you see the one with the face that looks like it's in a yeah. monster movie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, well, that one actually looks kind of cute, though. <laughs> see. It's hel- and it is helping you, but but there's another example. Like if those things somehow didn't exist on you, then you know you would like- other stuff would happen. So yeah. So basically, you don't want to be the one spraying glyphosate or whatever it is on the little things that are like it, it. It's all right. Let's make a big idea. You eating so poorly that it's killing the bacteria in your gut is. Mm-hmm. It's like walking into a forest and spraying napalm. You're you're just you're burning the place where it lives and it, and then when you're left over, you don't have a forest anymore. So you want your stomach to be what your stomach's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And listen, you eat, you you have obviously. I mean, I'm amazed at how you eat at your age. Like I think it's it's amazing and it's cool. But I don't know that everybody could be like, yo, I'm gonna have a shit for breakfast and a salad and some butternut squash soup for lunch that's how i roll like like that that's pretty kind of special that you can do that i'm jealous of you is what i'm saying um but still there are simple things you could do everybody could yeah. do like avoiding those oils right because um, i know a family who um like they have two kids like one had asthma and the other one has type 1 diabetes but the but like they switched oil and the kid who had uh, asthma like doesn't have any more symptoms and like according to doctors he's like cured from that like mm-hmm. I really think the oil thing I, I mean you don't have to do much any of you can Google it just isn't me right um, and pay attention to listen to people while they're talking and try to like discern for yourself right like mm-hmm. canola oil was developed. Okay. I'm reading. Sorry. Um I mean it's a it's a it's a man-made thing, right? Like like just look a little bit into it. I don't want to be the one to like pick through it and say, right? But like um you know there, we are eating things. I'm not speaking about canola in general, but we are eating things that were developed by scientists to be like machine lubricant. And then, and then they were like, "Hey, you could eat this." <laughs> like, so, <laughs> I don't know. 
It seems like a bad idea to me. Um, and maybe, look, maybe, you know, in a million years of, of of evolution, maybe our bodies will learn how to deal with canola oil and things like that. Yeah. But for the moment, right now, and people can say, well, I eat it. There's nothing wrong with me. But I don't know. I'm looking at you. You're a healthy-looking person. You're... Um, your skin looks healthy. You're you look like you're the proper weight for your frame. Like you know what I mean. Like you have good energy and you're smart and you're thinking on. Um, I mean, you and I are talking about some heady things, and you're 13 and you're you're retaining information and pulling from things you've learned before. And you know, like, I mean, I know a 13 year old kid. When you say their name, they're like, "What?" I'm like, "All right," you know. And, you know, so I don't know. Like it's working for you. Um, you must be excited that you figured it out this early in your life too, because you could have gone, yeah. could have gone a long time and not known, right? Um, is it hard to go out with your friends? Well, not really, because like, I don't know if you know, but like in eighth grade, you have to go to Washington D.C. You oh, do you? Yeah, so okay. we went to Washington D.C. and um, like it was like it was kind of hard to like adjust. Based on, like, the food. Like, it's not that I wanted their food. It was just that they didn't really have as many options. Like, in some restaurants, they had, like, really good options. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was, like, helpful. But, like, some restaurants, they didn't have so many good options. So, I would just, like, eat, like, a fruit or something. Because, like, I remember I ate this rice thing that they made. And it was, like, gluten-free and, like, dairy-free. But, like, it made my blood sugar go to 320. Wow. So, I didn't really, I didn't really trust Washington, D.C.'s food again. So, yeah, Washington, but, what are you doing? No, basically, <laughs> well, you went to a place where they drag a bunch of kids. So they're giving yeah. you, what, chicken fingers, french fries, pizza, exactly. like stuff like that, right? They stuff. give you, like, a tiny menu and it has, like, a couple things. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm still, like, really grateful for the experience. Yeah. All. No, I understand. But it, but it's, I mean, when the world's working the way it's working, it's hard to go out into it without being prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I did an episode with Jenny recently about how she eats. And I said, like, well, what if you go on, like, a long car ride? What do you do? And she's like, I pack food and I bring it with me. And yeah, I was I like, you don't stop at a convenience store ever and get, like, a pack of Swedish fish? And she's like, no. I was like, ah. <laughs> like that's how I go on a car ride. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, but it, it, so it takes some pre-planning, but not a ton. I'm sure it becomes part of your life at some point. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's not a big deal. Um. Well, this has been interesting. Okay, I don't even know how long we've been talking. Sorry. Oh, like an hour. Jeez. Uh, what else? So, what else did you want to talk about? Because you got out a lot about how you eat and how you bolus and stuff like that. So, what else? Um, I don't really know. Um, like, what would you want people to know about your diabetes? Um, you turned into a 13 year old for the first time while we were talking just now. You looked at me like, I don't know. Your cheeks are getting red. You're like, why are you putting me on the spot like this, man? <laughs> we don't, like It turned into like a regular old boring interview. I'm like, so tell me about yourself. Uh, but, but what did you, um, but, but seriously, like you said, you wanted to tell people about how you do things. Do you feel like you've done that? Um, yeah, like pretty much like for Dexcom, like for the G7, I'm like pretty excited about that. Yeah, me too. Um, but like the thing with Dexcom is that I feel like it, like if it doesn't have internet, like it doesn't share, but if you have your own like 5G or whatever, like it, it doesn't work either, which was like kind of challenging some at some point. You're having trouble with sharing your stuff? Like, it only works when I have Wi-Fi, but I feel like it should work when I have, like, a 5G, like, 
or like you got one of those like hippie don't eat oil phones over there or is it like a regular phone no no, it's like a phone like all right yeah an iphone looks like you threw it at the ground a couple of times maybe is it busted well no i yeah i had to get a a case because i was scared i was gonna like like break it so uh, is the back of your phone broken or no is it just the case no it's just it's just like the cover like it cracked once on the corner and it got me scared so i ha- I just got a better case like in the first couple weeks that arden was at college she'll kill me for telling you this i don't even care she fell out <laughs> of a bus <laughs> how does that happen her pant leg got under her her heel and she just like while she was going down this this is actually it's not funny because it's not like a it's uh-huh. like a, it's like a city bus like that the school uses to move kids around with and she just like fell out of the bus and her, uh, her phone went like flying, and the whole back glass like broke. It was shattered, but none oh. of the pieces fell out. So she, I mean, she was she wasn't going to be home for like eight weeks. The phone was working fine. Also, she's <laughs> she's looping, so you know at that point she was using free APS, and now she's using Loop Dev. But you know, I'm like, well, that phone can't stop working. You know what I mean? So I had her go home to you know, back to her dorm room, and she just took tape and let and put tape across the back of the phone to hold all the glass in place. <laughs> anyway, Arden fell out of a bus. I'm going to get her on the podcast to talk about it at some point. She's very embarrassed by it. Um, I've teased her about it in front of people once or twice, and she looks at me like, do not tell people. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to tell people you fell out of a bus. Um, anyway, she had like a run of very weird, like, like small accidents at school. She ran into a door jam. Like, like, you know, this, you know, like you think of your door yeah. and then there's the part around it. She just, I don't know what happened. Like she expected the door to pull or push. I forget which it was like, whichever she thought her bo- and she just like, and her head and like, she crushed, she just crushed into it. And she, <laughs> she FaceTimes me. She's like, day. She's like, I just walked into a metal door jam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I know you're 13. And I know it a little sounds like you went to a guy who was trying to sell you some stuff at some point, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I super believe in what you know about your stomach, about your gut. Like I am all in on this being a very reasonable thing for people to consider and do. And mm-hmm. it is so super simple to cut out those oils that I mentioned earlier. Um, you use, um, I mean, I just, use, I just go to Costco, honestly. I go to Costco, yeah, I go to Costco too. and I buy their cold pressed olive oil and it's good. It doesn't have any weird flavors. It burns clean. Like, you know, like even if you put it in a pan, you leave the pan on too hot. Like you don't notice any like weirdness going on. Um, so I use that. We do use butter in the house when we're cooking. Um, and, but that's it. There is a tiny bit of canola oil in the house for popping popcorn. Because you can't pop popcorn in in the other oil. It tastes funky. What, what about you, in the microwave? Well, you could, but I mean, when you were, we're popping it on the stove, like making it ourselves. Oh. You know what I mean? You should put, like, stuff on it, and then it'll, like, help. Well, I'm try- I've tried, trust me, I tried a number of different oils that are better. I just can't make it work. So far, canola is like, the only thing I can make it work with. You could try putting, um, like... Like, sometimes I put, like, cinnamon on it or, like... 
Yeah, but what do I use for an oil to get well, it? Well, you're gonna just use it. like the just you try like like a good oil and then put like stuff on it, like ah, to cover cocoa up, powder to cover up the coconut oil taste on the popcorn. Yeah, like the like because if I, I feel like it was if it would be coconut, then it would like give you like coconut flavors. Well, may, I'll tell you, I'm I just googled it. I would have never thought of coconut oil until you said it. Place popcorn in oil, three quart pot. Okay, so you can popcorn in coconut oil. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, I'm gonna try popcorn and coconut oil. Yeah, we use that. We use our coconut oil for that because it tastes weird in avocado oil. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I'm gonna try that. Um, I I just I don't know. Like, do you? So as a regular course now, do you take probiotics now that you're healed and everything's no. going? Well? You don't really need them anymore, right? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. How, and your digestion works well and uh-huh. everything. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever think, do you ever thank your mom? Yeah. I'm, I'm really grateful for like everyone. Yeah, Cause okay. like, I have like, like for the DC trip too, when we went, my Dexcom wasn't sharing correctly. So my nurse, she had to like, like every two hours, she had to come in my room mm-hmm. and she set alarms. So like, like grateful for that too. Like, like all the people. Cause I know like a lot of people don't have all of that. There was, um, Arden went on as a senior in high school. They went on a trip to Disney, which sounds that fun. Sounds like so much yeah. fun. Arden hated it, but she just, <laughs> I'll, I'll have her talk about it on the podcast. She's a little like me. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's hot. Uh, but so, um, but there was a nurse that the school hired to be there, and she mm-hmm. lived right across the hall. I mean, they were there for like five days, I think. And she followed Arden on her CGM and had conversations with us ahead of the trip. And there was one night that Arden got lower overnight. And um, my phone rang and it was Arden. And she's like, hey, the nurse is here. It's like three in the morning. And uh, she's like, she wants me to drink a juice, but I already took care of this and I don't want to drink a juice. I don't need it. And she's like, will you tell her? And I'm like, okay. So, but the nurse was great. Like she was a lady who didn't know a lot yeah. about it. And she, she, took the time to learn and she took it seriously. And I, I was really grateful as well. Like I, I thought it was very nice of her. Um, so my, my last question for you, scale of one to 10, one is super easy. 10 is really difficult. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to have diabetes for you? Three. How much of that do you think is because of your diet? Like none. You don't it's. Think. I think the diet like helped it from like a seven to a three, in my opinion. Yeah. Because the only thing that annoys me is like going low in class, or like they, or if my pump like has an error in class, like all of that. Mm-hmm. But you don't use as much insulin because of the way you eat, which probably limits yeah. your highs and lows a little more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you weren't having a lot of like. How did you eat before all this? Were you like? Were you eating, so, like, Subway? Were you Sanjana? Were you, like, Subway and French fries and chocolate? No. Or, no? I think I've just been, like, I think my my family has just been, like, pretty healthy from, okay. like, a young age. Like, I think we did eat, like, some chips and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know we had, like, dairy ice cream and all that. But, like, we had traditional Indian food. Mm-hmm. So it was more like, um, like, we had like glue. I don't know roti. It's it's kind of like a bread, but like in a circle, I guess. <laughs> and <laughs> um, but um, we made gluten free ones for that. Okay. Wow. And like, 
Maybe like lentils a lot. Yeah. I think you, I mean, it sounds like you have it going really well for yourself. Um, I'm I'm really, I'm happy for you. Very happy for you. You may have diabetes for a long time already. What's your A1C? Do you know? Um, six. Six. Very nice. Is that what your goal is? Or does it about where it stays? What's your goal? I want it to go to like 5.4. Yeah. Like the five. Why, why is it not doing that? Um, because if you have an average of 120, so if it's like 120 the entire day, your A1C is actually like Mm 6.1. So like, even if you have like some highs, like if you go to like 160 and you don't drop low, your A1C is going to be like six. Yeah. Right. It throws off the average a little bit. But like, it's kind of good. How's your stability though? Do you you're not up and down all the time, right? Um, not really. Like I think for breakfast it'll go to like 160, and then it'll go to like 120, and then you know, mm-hmm. just like stay and stable. Like if it goes low, the only thing with like lows is that once it goes low, it'll take like time to like go up. Yeah, but like once it up. Once it's up, it'll be like 140 for an hour, which I don't like. Right. Arden's been eating late at night lately, and she's <laughs> gotten a couple of lows at like 5 o'clock in the morning. But this is like the last six hours. Let's see if you can see that. That's actually like pretty good. Yeah. Is that about like yours? or? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay. Well, that's cool. But like, it's like that for the night, and then it'll go like to 140 after breakfast. And mm-hmm. then one, like, well, yeah. Oh, she's... Trust me, we didn't like, oh my God, we went to the chicken and waffle place. So here's what happened. <laughs> here's what happened yesterday. We went Christmas shopping. She wanted to get my son, like, my, we think my son's going to move to take a job and he's always wanted a little fish tank. Like, so, oh. so we went out to buy him a fish tank, but then when we were there, there were puppies. So she saw the puppies and she got all like, Dad, we have to save all the puppies, which is weird <laughs> because. That there's a thing you wouldn't think about, Arden, if you've heard her talk all the time. But she was just like, we have to buy them all. And she wasn't kidding. And I was like, no. And she got all excited and her blood sugar started to go up. But it turns out her loop wasn't connected right. So the loop wasn't working. So then she she started, uh, she started to rise up. And um, and because it wasn't connected, it wasn't bolusing. So while we were in the puppy store, the puppy store, it was the pet store, it went from like, her blood sugar went from like one around 100 to like 150 and by the time we got out of there we didn't realize that it was like 170 and our plan was fish tank chickens and waffles and so then we were making this big bolus going to chicken and waffles we're like this is not going to work you know what i mean so it didn't her blood sugar went up to like 200 and it took us a couple of hours to fix it and it was just Mm -hmm. from the it was from not addressing the the adrenaline rise from seeing the puppies as crazy (laughs) as that sounds Um, does she have an omnipod She's wearing Omnipod Dash and using the Loop Dev version of Loop right now. Okay. Uh, and I think she's going to go to Loop 3 when that becomes available. I think that's mm-hmm. the next thing. We were using free P- free APS for a really long time, and that uh-huh. was that was great. Um, anyway, it's, you know, it's an algorithm. It's a do-it-yourself algorithm, but it, it's, you know. Does she have Dexcom? She uses Dexcom G6, yeah. Mm. So her system's very similar to yours. Honestly, it's just yeah. the algorithm that's running yours is different than the algorithm that's running hers. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's exciting for for you to get the Omnipod Five. Were you like really excited about that when it happened? Um, I think well, I I was waiting for it for like a very like long time because like 
they told me like three years ago, oh, you're gonna get it soon, and like <laughs> I I got it like two months ago. Oh, yeah. and like, <laughs> so I mean. I guess I was excited, but the thing was, I got, I was really upset when I got it because it ruined my disbalance a little bit. Like it was annoying how it wouldn't go below two twenty. Oh, okay, yeah, because it works because, a different way. Like it, it, yeah. It's a, and did it take a while for it to get working properly? Yeah, yeah. But like after that one week of like bad blood sugars, it works really well. Then it worked well but, for you. But it was yeah. hard for you to look at that happen. It's hard for everybody, but it was hard for you because you yeah. were accustomed to something better, right? Yeah. So it learns in that first time. It probably, and you were a little more aggressive. It sounds like when your mom put in your basal rates, it sounds like she moved them up a little. Did she listen to my episode about it? Do you know? The setting of the early pot? Yeah. Well, she should have if she didn't. I have a nice three, <laughs> I have a nice three part episode about setting up Omnipod five. That's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, you were delightful. I'm super excited. You reached out on your own. This wasn't your mom's idea. It was my idea. Well, I really appreciate you doing this. And I'm glad we snuck you in. This was a cancellation today. You know, if we didn't do this today, do you know when we would have done this? In August. Yeah. Next. I know because so basically I was looking for my appointment uh, for like, I thought I would look at it by going to the link, and I was like, oh, my gosh, there's one open, like, next week. And I, like, clicked on it. I was out. Let me tell you the other side of it, right? And then I'll let you go. I was out somewhere with my family doing something. And I'm trying to, like, not do so much before Christmas. But I have to I have to take Arden back to school in January. And now it looks like my son might have to move pretty far away. So there's going to be a lot going. So I have to, like, produce a lot of episodes and get them ready ahead yeah. of time so I can leave for a week. And so... I thought, well, it's great because at least I'm not recording for these days because I took off before Christmas. And then, like, I get an email and it's like, Arisha is on. And I'm like, December 21st. I'm like, that little, like, I thought, I, I thought, I was like, that little, shit. like, she found that day because I didn't go block it when somebody canceled. But I was, I, and then I said to my daughter, my wife's like, are you going to make her change it? I'm like, no. I'm like, she's like, she's like 13. I was like, I'm not going to make her change it. <laughs> so anyway, I wasn't supposed to record today, but I'm happy that I did. This was really great. Did you have a good time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to um, shut off the recording and ask you if there's anything about what happened today that you didn't like or that you were uncomfortable with. And you can feel completely free to tell me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much for doing this. A huge thank you to one of today's sponsors, Gvoke Glucagon. Find out more about Gvoke Hypopen at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. You spell that G-V-O-K-E-G-L-U-C-A-G-O-N dot com forward slash juice box. I also want to thank US Med and remind you that you can get started today with the place U.S. Med that I'm talking about. This is where we get our diabetes supplies. You can too, right? Uh, insulin pumps, diabetes testing supplies, Dexcom G7, Freestyle Libre 3, anything you can think of, they probably have it at usmed.com forward slash juice box. Or you can call them. I know some of you don't, you don't want the internet. 888-721-1514. And a huge thanks to Arisha. She was absolutely terrific. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast.